Anthony. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I, I went first. That's a good point. You did. I thought you just followed up with something else. I don't know. <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about movies. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a, a perfect the way they are panel today. Um, I have a, a really, really pretty okay panel. Uh, first, it's, it's just the three of us. It's just me and my co-hosts. Uh, so it's uh, Ezra Fox and Anthony Lopez. Ezra, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Uh, yeah, we, we had an, another guest, but they got turned into a pig, and we got to find them from all the other pigs. It's tough. So that's our mission. And I, at this point, I would just take any pig. It's not... Uh, I'm not particular. Well, you can't take any pig. You have to only take... So right, let's just imagine, if it was Steven, all right, that mm-hmm. got... Uh, you know, they got pigged. Uh, they got pigged. Um, then we have to actually find the Stephen pig. That was her deal, and but maybe my deal is like, I don't know. My parents were kind of weirdos. I'll take any pig in a yeah, storm. Yeah, you're just more into compassionship than anything else. It doesn't matter who, you know. Yeah, I just want a warm body to drive me home. Also joining us, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. In Portland, Oregon, it's Mr. Anthony Lopez. I, I say we go to the Sonat, Alex, as we don't need to worry. Daddy's here, and I got cash and credit codes. So <laughs> <laughs> everything's going to be okay. Man, I think I if I was going to be on this show as a guest and I was writing down quotes, there are a yeah. million things mm. that I would have said. What spoiled for choice in this film? Uh, that was a great one, but man, everything else they say is weird I mean, and interesting. Ca- that- yeah, was it like a, like stop her? I'll turn you back into into dust. Yeah. Really? Into, I'll turn you back into soot. Uh, my, that's a very big baby. I mean, there's so many things. Uh, man, Can I have some of your dead lizard. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if they said it, but that's definitely uh, what they wanted. Is that a roasted newt? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we are riding. Uh, we are riding a little dirty. Just the three of us tonight. Uh, too many dudes. Not enough guests. Um, busy week. A lot of scheduling. You guys know how that it is. But actually, I think it's going to be really fun. We're going to keep this felt. And uh, these are the two two of the funniest top four funniest people I've ever met. So if I was going to have two people in a room t- to count on, it would be you two. Wait a second. I'm. I don't believe that's true, but also, who in that in that hypothetical list, who would be like in that other conversation? Wait, you mean you mean who are the other two in the top four? Yeah, because um, I don't think I'm. I, I think you know a lot of people, so I don't think I'd be in the top four. But I'm curious who you think. You nah. gotta believe in yourself, buddy. I mean, I I believe. Like, I've been riffing with you on a semi-weekly of- basis for eight years. You think I would do that yeah. with someone who's like sixth funniest? <laughs> Yeah, I totally, if they were available on, at 8 p.m. on a Friday okay, night. Okay, sure. Okay, so what I mean is, in the Venn diagram of funniest people and available to Skype with me every week, I'm the, you two yeah, are the top two. I'm the funniest, most reliable, top four funniest reliable person you know. Yes, I believe that, absolutely. You have to have the, you have to have both. You know, get get you a girl that can do both. That's what my know? LinkedIn page yes. is all yes. built around. Funny and reliable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is what a LinkedIn page is is like right it's like skill set but also like kind of thirsty. Yeah. That's the whole point. All right. Well cool. But no seriously though, who are those other people so I can see if they're more I can make them less reliable. <laughs> I don't uh I mean obviously I was thinking Chris and Tanya in my head. 
Um, okay, cool. But that just is too sad to think about. Definitely yeah, go for and something. They're like not as reliable right now. Go for something less sad, like Bill Cosby and Dennis Leary. You know, like a <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm... Are those guys on the same plane no. for you right now? Yeah, that was kind of a weird pull for Dennis Leary. Do you mean Dennis uh, Miller? I, I I know what I said. <laughs> Any Dennis in a storm? Do you mean Dennis the Menace? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, you guys heard about the Dennis the Menace oh, me too, yeah. right? Oh, that kid. Oh, no. I mean, things he did with that slingshot. Anyway. Shot, just... <laughs> All right. I feel like the, any Me Too jokes will age terribly in two years, if not two days. Yeah, no, this was not a good joke today, so I don't know what aging could do to it. Um, <laughs> if anything, it'll be better than two years it when they're like, I don't remember how visceral and important that actually was. <laughs> Cool. All right, let's keep it rolling. This is episode number 441 of the podcast. We haven't... Jesus. We've now done as many episodes... in other words, it's Herrera, right? Yeah, yeah. This is Herrera episode. (laughs) Classic Ezra calling back to a discussion from before we started the show. It Uh, was about sex and rabbits. You didn't miss anything. Let's keep going. This is... uh, We've not done as many episodes as the amount of uh, of, of money that the U.S. Treasury borrowed in the first quarter of this year in billions of dollars. Whoa, from who? From me? From you? I mean, from our futures. I think from China mostly. Um, also from banks. I, I, it's hard to imagine the treasury is just like, hey, um, man, it's been kind of a tight month. Do you, is, can I just like hold $441 billion just for a little bit? I'm, I mean, I'm if you good could for just, it. Just like flip a few couch cushions upside down and see if like a few <laughs> $400 will fall out. The treasury is just the the largest couch ever created. I mean, on the other hand, like they are kind of good for it because it's not like the U.S. can leave the country, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's kind of tied to themselves, right? They can't well, but the border down. can cross us, right? The huh. country could leave. Oh man, that's a weird philosophical argument. Also, money's not yeah. real. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of things that are a lot, this week we're talking about Spirited Away, the 2001 animated film directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, why are we watching this? Well, number one, it's anime, it's stupids. Pig it's pig month. What? <laughs> I would do a pig month. I would love an excuse to watch Babe, and then we could rewatch Babe, Babe 2? Two, Pig in a City, and Charlotte's Web. All right, I'm out. But those two pig movies. Well, this one and this one. All right, we got three. Anthony uh, named another pig weird, movie. Oh, oh, snatched, snatched, snatched. That snatched, good one. Snatched. There's that weird pig monster in the opening scene of Return of the Jedi, who's like hanging out at Jabba's palace. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That okay. was a really empathetic pig monster, yeah. if I remember. Oh wait, no. Sorry, I was thinking of the guy who had the teeth on his, on his mask. No, I'm, Never mind. I'm yeah, talking about the guy who like is like, you can't see Jabba. Then Luke's like, let me, and he's like, oh my god, you're right. That dude. <laughs> well, what a good yeah. point. I never thought of it oh, that way. Shit, that's such a good <laughs> hand motion. Job, you gotta listen to this guy. <laughs> yeah. He says some real interesting <laughs> stuff, man. Um all right. Well, I don't know if we can find a portmanteau for pig month, that's better than just pig month. Um we're still trying to figure out what June is gonna be, so um you know, porcuary or um Swine Vember? What if July was just called June two, pig in a city? That's not bad. Oh, we can watch Peppa Pig also. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah we do need to watch Peppa Pig at some point. Or the uh, Angry Birds movie, I think. Watch uh, oh, Paul Garoso, another Miyazaki movie, starring a pig. Oh. Um, I would love to get some adult... These are all pigs. very kid things. War pigs? I don't think there's actual pigs in it. Yeah, that might be metaphorical. But we could do that. That would be a good one to close <laughs> on. Uh, there's the Disney film Gordy. 
is... My Brother the Pig. I'm into that. Maya Rudolph was in a movie called Mr. Pig, it looks like. Um, yeah. That's oh, uh, Sing. Sing has some pigs in it. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I'm not watching that movie. But yeah, that does have a pig in it. Um, anyway, yeah, with Pig Month. Well, come up with the portmanteau. We'll do it. No, this is anime, though. Uh, that's what it is. Anna May. So we're watching anime all month long. Uh, and this is... So the reason we're like this was this was chosen by our meat buddies. So you can vote by going to readdustry.com slash meat buddies, and any donation amount will, gets you access to our meat buddy voting salon, where you can uh, uh, select the topics for our given months. And uh, this narrowly beat out the other Miyazaki that was up there, which was Princess Mononoke. And I uh, I'm just glad that we got a Miyazaki in here because I've never seen any of them, and. I was very excited. I really wanted to watch this movie, although I realized that I thought this movie was Stallion Spirit of the Cimarron. <laughs> so you're like, where is that one great like cinnamon flavored horse? I mean, <laughs> I mean, up until like 20 minutes in the movie, I thought this was a movie about horses. So, That's... and I turned out it turned out there to be every other animal. You know, there's like yeah. a there's like a slightly other universe where you just said I thought this movie was Prince of Egypt. Because that's like the only other animated movie <laughs> from about the same time that you just mixed in with Spirited Away. Is there a horse in that one? There's not really a horse uh, in this one. They do one. ride horses at some point. No, well, there there isn't a horse in this one, but uh, it the there is the dragon, the quote-unquote dragon that doesn't have wings, looks kind of like just a weird horse. Oh, uh, well, I, mean, I think it's just a different, like, I think that's, that's a traditional kind of dragon, yes. right? A horse with like a mustache? A, <laughs> it's, one, it's, one, you know, it's one of those one of those flying mustache horses you know, that's what it no looks legs. like oh we should do a horse month because we could watch war horse the horse that went to war oh I thought you were going to say like horse mustache month I'd be like man if you can get one thing off that well I mean dragon month would, would totally work yeah um, uh, so we should wait for the year of the dragon for that oh we should we, we should watch dragon it. movies all year oh we should watch year of the dog we should go because I do want to go back and watch uh uh, Airbud. I've been meaning to rewatch that. Um, you're the dragons until 2024, so I think we could probably commit to this. Boy, I hope the show is over by then. <laughs> um, I'm sure it will be by that date because we're like, no, nope, not going to happen. I mean, I mean, admittedly, that I've been, I've been saying since 2012 that I didn't think we would make it this far. I so. mean, we'll we'll be a yeah, podcast I'm, about reviewing the Water Wars by 2024. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll still be here. Man, remember how good water was? Post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland uh, is our topic, and it's also what we live in. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are a show about the end of the world. Uh, always have been. <laughs> uh, uh, so, anyway, watch Spirit Away, and... Um, I'm going to summarize Spirit Away for you gentlemen, and you guys jump in, make corrections, because uh, uh, God knows I might be wrong about some of these things. Um, Chichiro is probably not how you say her name, um, but she's a 10-year-old girl, and she's moving to a new city with her mom, who seems normal, and her dad, who is tall and impulsive. And who is Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis, from, sure. From, you know, the, the, the original uh, The Thing. Oh. And uh, that guy from, you know, one of those cops from the cops. Yeah, I, w- I would say, nice. I would hope Michael Chiklis would probably want to be known as the guy from The Shield, not the original The Thing. But I just imagine... <laughs> oh, it's The I Shield! Just that's a personal goal. I imagine... 
introduced him. Man, well, he's not getting it for me. From, from the motherfucking the shield. shield, you guys. I didn't recognize. How did I not recognize Michael Chiklis that whole time? Because he didn't look like uh, the thing. That's at a the good time. point. That's why. <laughs> That's probably. That's how you know. That's how you know it's Michael Chiklis. He looks like the thing. And then, um, do you think he w- he did the uh, foley sounds of the eating? You think they like? Oh, he did his own eating. Does That's he funny. just do the line reads, or is he doing that foley work too? I think you. Um, have, I, think I would insist. It's sort of like the way Tom Cruise does his own stunts. I do my own eating. I think it was an apple in this one from what I saw from IMDb. So I think yeah, they were eating. Wait, all the foley was apples? Like a horse <laughs> apples, movie? Apples all the way down. <laughs> uh, I thought, for, even though I didn't recognize uh, Michael Chiklis, I did think that the voice acting in this movie was terrific. And mm-hmm. it, it turns out that movies not matching the, uh, the lip sync doesn't bother me at all. That's what I learned. Well, they actually worked really yeah. hard to, to match lip sync on this one. Did they? Yes, very much. Yeah, so. yeah. So, like, so I think they, they actually had like um, they like worked on the dialogue. I think to like actually translate in that way to match the lip sync better. So, so like, this Whoa, is that's, that's so a hell of a impressive. Yeah, what a lot of this, work. This was like the first like uh, you know Miyazaki and Ghibli films were things that were brought over here by a few studios beforehand, but this was the first like. When John Lassender was at Pixar, he made it like a mission statement to make sure all of Miyazaki's films got like very good English translations and full like great voice cast. And they ended up bringing oh, over really? all of their movies since Disney has released almost every Ghibli movie of like the big ones since then. They've did like a small amount of Ponyo and like How's Moving Castle and all these other films. Um, I had no idea that this was Lassender and, and Disney that were like making sure this worked. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, like, there, it just yeah. turns out there's, like, only, s- like, three humans in America that are good at animation. And <laughs> just before you ask, Ezra, it's John Lasseter, Chris, and Tanya. And, um, <laughs> no, but, the, like, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it makes I feel, total like, sense. I feel like we can't like John Lasseter anymore also, which is, uh. Yeah. Oh. definitely that. But, oh, I mean, really? I didn't hear that one. Yeah, oh, damn he's it. no oh, man, longer like at... two months or three months yeah, ago. Yeah, he is no longer at Pixar, and he hasn't been for a while. Oh, man. But... God, I'm so mad at these guys. Yeah, I mean... I know I'm not alone, but god damn it. Uh, yep. Oh, I do vaguely remember this. Okay. Anyway, um, so Spirited Away. So here's, here's the summary. So uh, where were we? Um... Oh, okay. So anyway, so yeah, so so Chickless, her dad, is like real impulsive. <laughs> so they're on their way to the new house, and they're he's like, well, let's take this mysterious dark wooded path, and so they drive into the woods. Uh, they take a slightly wrong turn, and it turns out, who to thunk it, you guys? Their new house is located next to a portal into a fucking insane alternate reality. What a surprising uh. neighborhood. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's not, like, really next, right, right, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's in the neighborhood, sure, but, like, you know. They, they took one they turn, they just missed the turn, they were like, oh, I just drove past it, well, now we're in this batshit river kingdom, like, that is well, part of this neighborhood, it, it, like, at the neighborhood meetings, the river demons show up, is what I'm saying, I they're would, part of I would of have the, to think there's a lot more portals than you realize, I guess. <laughs> If that's oh. you know, it's like this it, is this is they moved to Portal Town. They just you know, they, it's it was not translated this that the, way. This but is definitely, the Portal this, District of Japan. I, well, you'd have to think so. And I always think with things like this, like what is the 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 thing they didn't have to do? And in this case, it's like, 
oh, here's like a long, like 100 foot long, narrow passageway. I'm sure there's something wonderful on the other side of this. You don't uh-huh. do that. You don't find yeah. the creepy mm. things. That's obviously, you don't climb into wardrobes. You don't go through narrow <laughs> bridges. You have no idea where they go to. That yeah. is how you end don't, up in don't, magical don't places. Don't try on rings. Yeah, definitely don't try on rings. But like this, yeah. certain <laughs> good lessons. Yeah, if you're but looking, these are all things that are great in hindsight. At the time, you're like, is that an abandoned theme park? Sure, I'll eat their well, food. Or at least listen, listen to your, listen to the kids, man. You know, I think. Your, I mean, that is one thing. Like, and I love kids' movies, but like the the moral of almost every kids' movie is should have listened to the kid. And in real life, they talk mostly nonsense. In um, real life, we have as you have like of your two kids, who has more good ideas, you or them? Oh, I was talking like Caleb or Maya because I was like Maya doesn't have a lot of ideas. No, okay, between you and Caleb, who has the better <laughs> ideas for like what you should and shouldn't eat? Um, I mean, here's the thing. Like at this point, he's just parroting like my idealistic ideas back to me mostly. So it's like mm. if I'm like no, like no, I don't want that. He's like, but you have to try it. It's good to try. It. I'm like, well, shit, <laughs> it's, it's good to try. It. All right, I guess I'm, I guess I'm having um, uh, cream cheese uh, bagel like dipped in uh, uh, tomato soup, and it's not it's not bad. You know what? It, you can do worse on a lot of these things that he's recommending. Uh, my that's such an interesting way of looking at it, is like just just uh, the idealistic versions because she was basically saying like what parents would normally say which is like no let's not eat these strangers food that's been left out um mm-hmm. like that's a pretty good lesson um all that reminds me my uh my wife never saw mrs doubtfire because she was 12 and when she got to the theater with her mom and saw that it was pg-13 she refused to go in even though her mom was like no it's okay i'm that means that i can go in and she was like no these are the rules i'm not 13 <laughs> I really like that. It's so cute. She's been 13, but I think she continued aging, right? And like they didn't keep on raising up. It's not like PG like 35 now. I was about to do she some weird it. like riff about how she had stayed not aging, but that did not make yeah, me look no, good in I, my I head. Actually, I jumped over that one. I was like, wait, no, don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to joke about marrying 13 year old. It's interesting. I caught it. Uh, yeah. So no, she has aged like a normal amount. Um, depending on whether or not you believe in relativity, we've walked different directions, but I think generally we've aged the same amount. Has she moved faster than you enough so that like maybe she might not have aged as much? Yeah, yeah. She's 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 grown grown billions of seconds less old than me. Anyway, so they go they so they drive into this uh uh place they shouldn't have driven. It turns it looks like an abandoned theme park, and they're like, Cool, let's explore this, because dad is real impulsive. Um, but then there's just fresh food sitting out and mom and impulsive dad, of course, just start eating the food. Um, and what happens when you eat free food, you turn into a giant pig and then the three of you become trapped in the spirit world forever. So that's well, what happens. Two become trapped. One starts to fade away and then gets given like, I don't know, like a, a like a, like a cranberry. Or yeah. Something so that? she's uh, trapped until she meets this boy who's too mysterious for his own good. Um, he's clearly <laughs> of the belief that like, if you're mysterious, chicks will be into that. And it does work here, I guess. But he... If you're mysterious with a page boy haircut. Oh, yeah. What a haircut, man. And he's like... He force feeds her a cherry and says, if you don't uh, if you don't get a job, you're going to die, which is a lot for a 10-year-old to take in. Okay. But here's the thing. Just lost both of like... I mean, like her parents are not working as pigs, right? Like the pig wages is not good. And so like he's not wrong. <laughs> she just, it's a tough world, she, but he's not wrong. They just lost both of their incomes. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but you're should a, have had Aflac. But you're a ten, you're a ten year old, and uh, you know you don't have a lot of job skills. You don't have a lot of resume. 
you know she has to so she's no resumes yeah yeah she has to sit down update her linkedin and it turns out uh the first person who she thinks she might get a job from is the boiler operator with six arms who drinks hot water straight out of the kettle um which is a red flag for me so his character name is boiler man in japanese Uh and like it's great we don't we need to have more boilers to have like an actual boiler man word because we don't have that that i know of you mean a boilerman is that a thing (laughs) yeah yeah it's a man who boils (laughs) who boilers no um i guess it makes sense that he's a boiler operator that he drinks straight from the thing anyway he's a boiler operator he also might be he might be a spider man that was also what the Wikipedia led me to believe that he is Spider Man. Like, Spider Man hangs out in the Boiler Man. <laughs> That's all I got. That's a very different comic book series, but I want to read that. Spider Man. Spider Man hangs out in the Boiler Man. That's in the Boiler Man. He lives up the Boilerman. Yeah, I want to. I want to read that book. It's very uh, Magic School Bus. He just climbed up there and is like, "It's pretty spacious." Um. By the way, okay, so they're actually uh, Boilermans. Boilermen uh, are also called Fireman. Like it's also could be a Fireman or a Stoker. And in the Royal Navy, Ooh. they have a rank structure of Ordinary Stoker, Stoker, Leading Stoker, Stoker, Petty Officer, and Chief Stoker. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Stoker because it's non-gendered. Um, yeah, I'm. They're just stoked to be there. Like <laughs> they stoke all the time. Yeah, one who's no- stoked. A person and there's, no, there's a Wikipedia section on notable stokers. There <laughs> is? Oh, my God. KFC founder Colonel Sanders worked as a railroad stoker when he was 16. He was a notable stoker. He's the most notable stoker. Well, wait, uh, Martin Luther King Sr. Uh, worked as a fireman uh, slash stoker. I, um, I think, you know, I mean, like, look, this is going to be weird, but I think maybe Colonel Sanders Right, you basically the yeah. person who gave birth to the KFC franchise, as opposed to the person who helped like give birth to, like Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. Reba McIntyre is not dressed up as Martin Luther King Senior selling me chicken today, <laughs> now is she? Yeah, yeah, Norm McDonald has never I, played Martin Luther King Senior in commercials. It's probably for the best, yeah. right? Yeah, certainly for the best. <laughs> Um, so okay. they, so she meets this uh, Spider-Man Stoker, and he doesn't have any work for her limited skill set because he has you know haunted soot doing his jobs. Um, so he says, "Go upstairs." To <laughs> I the like what he, she tries to help one of the soot seat sits uh-huh. uh, for a second, and then like uh, she does it, like gets like she, um, she moves the piece of coal over, and then like all the other soot are like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to work then." Just, yeah, free work. Coal to her. Yeah, that was a really cute moment. That was it was adorable. Uh, so she she has no choice but to go up the elevator to the old lady with the big ass head. Um, who she's the madam of this bathhouse. She's in charge of everything. Um, Here's a question: Does she look like the that bird, or does the bird look like her? Because <laughs> there's a bird that has her same head. I thought she turned into the bird. No, there's she's the, there's a big one and a little one. The little bird turned into um, uh, like that little like gnat that was like flying around the gerbil baby. Oh, um, yeah. If you guys at home are having trouble following this. Um, <laughs> You're you getting should it. Just stop it. Watch the movie. Yeah. And then <laughs> no, it won't help. Like you're getting it. I don't know. There's the bird with the lady head, and then there's a thing that turns a lady into... with the bird head. And then, uh, so eventually, bird lady uh, allows her. It's like I'll finally give you a job, but I get to take your name and 
then you're mine forever, which seems like a terrible contract. But um, in fact, this whole place seems like it could use some real employment law. No, no, just forever contracts and souls. They just they could have used a good work like workers rights attorney because also all the workers discriminate against her for being human, which is should be illegal. But I mean, if if in this world human is a protected class, it would be, they but sh- it might not be. I they mean, might, they should be. Think of it like, you know how like Prince gave up his name and he was stuck under a co- bad contract for a long time. Oh yeah, you know it's it's kind of like that, but in reverse, you know. She lost her name starting out. Like, think of all the stuff Prince had to do to get his name back. And all she had to do was go on a 90-minute adventure. Like, I'm saying, this is actually a better contract than the ones we have in this world. Because this one, you can, like, get taken to court and get stuck in litigation. This, all you have to and do is find out your name. she just has to defeat a series of demons and find out what true love is. Yeah, and anyone can do that in like less I mean, than she 90 minutes. To defeat them. She just had to make a lot of people throw up and take take stuff out of them. Yeah, right? there yeah. Was, she did have to induce a lot of vomiting. I don't know. I'd take Prince's contract. He seems like he turned out fine, even if he had to be named a symbol for a while. Uh, like I don't know. I think it seems fine. Also, Japanese names also are already symbols, so that's kind of neat. <laughs> Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, her name Sen <laughs> it, uh, is not. Uh, I don't know, it's not too far. The name she's given is Sen, which the symbol for is actually not too far from the love symbol. Anyway, I don't want to get too far into this. Um, the uh, So she takes this job, and uh, her job is cleaning tubs, especially on her first day of work, she has to clean this big tub. And when she's cleaning the big tub, a stink demon comes in, who turns out not to be a stink demon, but a pile of bikes. Anyway. Well, and also a river spirit. Yeah, so she's in it. filled with bikes. Yeah, she's a she's a polluted. Which it turns out that guy's a polluted river, uh, full of old bikes, and she's the only one who is nice enough to notice that and pull out all the bikes. And then the r- river demon is like very appreciative and gives her a dumpling, and then yeah, I mean a vomit dumpling. Not not for nothing, but like, <laughs> what exactly do the help at this place do the rest of their time if this is not like a common occurrence? You know, like, what is their, like, normal Even They might be a little plan? overstaffed. Well, I'm just like, okay, so, like, this creature comes in and everyone, like, freaks out. And it's like, this is the first time you're seeing a polluted lake? Like, do you normally just <laughs> send them away? <laughs> you, it, no one else thought to do this? Like, it's it just... I, I go the other way, Anthony. I feel like if you work in a bathhouse, the first time a river comes in, you're like, this is weird. I feel like I'm, I was right to not prepare for this outcome. It's a river. It doesn't go to a bath to get it clean. I mean, I, okay. I would say literally. If you're a river, if you're a dirty river, you don't go to a bath. You go to a series of rocks. Alex, any other bathhouse, I'd say you're probably (laughs) going to be right on this one. But I don't think you read the fine print about your job at the spirit bathhouse you just took, bro. Yeah, that's true. They're into some crazy shit. Yeah, like. If if a spirit river is going to blow your mind, you're not going to make it to six months. You're never going to get your health insurance. Mm-hmm. I actually did like this, this the, the rules of this bathhouse that were like, well, we can't turn away anybody with money, even a stink demon, which feels like if you're going to have a policy as a clean place, you'd be like, no stink demons. Uh, that's just No, 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 man. Stink demons need clean places the most. But they had to evacuate all of their other paying customers. That's how bad this guy was. So like... 
It, this is bad for business, man. But no, nah. they do not discriminate. No, uh, Stink Demon left a lot of gold on the floor. Yeah, yeah, I, that's. that's I yeah. think you're missing the obvious host critique of capitalism. Like <laughs> places <laughs> literally do this all. The- that is true. I did a uh, I did a show in a casino a couple weeks ago, Ooh. and somebody got thrown out for bad behavior. But it turns out they'd been high rollers in the casino, so they got thrown out of the comedy club and given a booth and bottle service in a nightclub. That is literally the definition. As an apology like, for like having been kicked up. out. That is, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Or just if you spend enough money, yeah. There's I mean, also you should have just like walked up to this guy making like a scene, a high roller, and just probably grabbed like the first loose thing you saw hanging um, from him and just pulled, right? You would have, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I totally probably would have worked. <laughs> See how many bikes come out. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're coming across as a real stink demon right now, but I'm a pure heart. I believe you could be bikes. <laughs> so yeah. then she lets uh, this faceless no face. goblin into the it. into the bathhouse, and he eats the frog man no and face. throws up gold. And he's a spirit. Uh. Because they're all spirits. I mean, you guys are so quick to jump in to correct a sentence his name, uh, his that was technically correct. That she lets a faceless goblin and eats the frog man and throws up gold. Walked in and he was like man super or some shit like that. Like no, just say Superman and cloak it. His name. But people who are listening don't know what No Face is. They need to understand he's a faceless goblin. I think if there's any... Well, okay, he's a he's not a goblin. He's a spirit. And I think if there's any name that is descriptive enough that so you don't have to explain it, it's got to be No Face, right? Well, but like, No Face could mean a lot of things. How many faces does this you know? guy have? I have no idea. I can't picture it. Most things, like flowers are No Faces. He's not a flower. Uh, he was a goblin we... with a mask for a face. Anyway, he eats the frog man and everybody is fine. But then that really changed his personality. Apparently, uh, he was like, when he's hungry, he's cool. But when he's full of frog man, he turns into a real dick. So he spits out fake gold and eats other employees. Yeah. Um, so he eats two employees, which turns out to be the maximum number. So then he becomes unpopular. Um, but then our main character's boyfriend turns into a dragon and flies away, but then he gets attacked by paper birds. And so to save him, she gives him the dumpling and then takes a water train to fight her boss's evil twin, who turns out the twin we knew was the evil twin. And so the evil twin was actually the good twin. Yeah. And we return uh, like the like a little chunk of. I don't know, like a little stampy thing. Yeah, it was uh, a uh, inside like the dragon for uh, <laughs> a, like a wax seal. It was a yeah, you know, one of those good old timey wax seals. Uh, back to the good, the the not evil twin. Uh, and then it turns out the dragon boy was actually also the spirit of a river. So weird that he didn't even notice another river spirit. Um, but he is the spirit in wi- the the spirit of the river in which she once lost her shoe. So that's why they're in love. And then her parents stopped being pigs. And that's the movie. Because she, she knows that those weren't her pig parents. I mean, you keep saying these like logical followings as if m- more of this I mean, makes sense than it does. Here's the thing. Everyone agreed yeah. that these were the rules in the movie, all right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying you have to know, but like it's internally consistent. No one was like... I, don't know if it's a, I mean, yeah, nobody, nobody is like, you know what? It doesn't make sense that her pig parents were just already gone. Um, also, <laughs> it, like, it doesn't make sense that like... 
her boyfriend was like, you have to let her go if she comes back or whatever. And then they're like, sure, but on one condition. She's like, no, he just gave you, like, it was the deal. It's not like the deal is one condition, but then you add one condition to your condition that was his one condition. Yeah, that's infinite, man, because, like, I'm with you, but, like, I also like magic with a lot of rules to it. You know, I think that's what makes it fun. It's fun to have, like, consequences that, like, that make you just, because I think that's the, maybe, she's in like this like magical world where she's like kind of like unmoored doesn't really know what's up and like she's a kid and like there's a lot of bureaucracy and rules when you're a kid I think yeah this there is was a, a lot of bureaucracy like, i yeah i just I'm, I'm not against what you're saying i'm just saying that like a lot of it it's just a lot i i don't mean to sound <laughs> like i did not enjoy it i fucking loved this movie Okay. Oh, that's cool, man. I don't think I've ever gotten a fucking loved from like, like as a review from you. It's happened uh, on this show plenty of times, I'm sure. Um, but I, I absolutely loved it. I loved it from the very uh, not. The, I mean, like the cars in the car. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried, um, but like I'd say from minute four. <laughs> when is this cinnamon horse gonna get here? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to find the horse, and I was she was being real weird about the flowers, which I was like, surely this will matter because we're spending a lot of time on her love of yeah. flowers. Turns out couldn't matter less. Matter. Um, but I uh, so after the flowers were over, I was like super into this movie. I loved it. I will not tell you that I understood it or could, without having written it down, tell you what happened or why, because it is bonkers. But I adored it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's 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 right. So if this I, is I what like Miyazaki is like, it turns out I like Miyazaki. Yeah, you should go more, because I think it's very much just like, it's all like, this is a world that's very self-contained, and like it's very like well-developed, and like you're like, I think it really like kind of like, it messes with you to drop into it. And, like, this is also, like, a fairly, like, um, I'd say middle, not in terms of quality, but in terms of uh, its sort of weirdness and imagination, a fairly, like, down the center role movie really? of his. He has stuff that is, yeah. he has stuff that is far more grounded, but, like, still very fantasy-based. Uh, and he also has stuff that is that skews far more surreal and... Uh, mm-hmm. childish in its sensibilities. So he has like a wide berth. Like he's done everything from like f- like fairly realistic tellings of the guy who built the Japanese uh, like bombers that were used in all the uh, kamikaze planes oh. and movies about magical buses that are literally giant living cats. Oh. Like the, the scale <laughs> that he operates on is really something. Um, wow. So yeah, I think you would, you would probably. I would suggest you maybe skew more towards like the neighbor Totoro, Porcaroso stuff. I mean, I feel like uh, I have to watch also, Princess Mononoke next because that's what people keep talking about. Yes, that is definitely more like it's a that's a fantasy film, but it's much more grounded in its themes and the rules of the world. It's more of like Lord of the Rings esque almost in terms of like its mm. scale and maturity. Uh, and then, like I said, talking school bus cats is also. I am. I'm definitely interested in in that as well, man. I I just thought it was just like it was just so bonkers, but like perfectly realized that it was very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So let's do compliments now. Let's do a major compliment. So Ezra, why don't you go first? We like start and end every show with a compliment, whether or not the thing was good. Uh, in this case, probably easier. But what was your favorite thing about uh, Spirited Away, the Spirit of Cimarron? Um. <laughs> I, I mean, 
I I think I probably I'll, I'll, I'll take an easy one. I guess I really like the the little soot monster guys. Oh yeah. Um, uh, that they're, they're adorable. They, they they remind me of like other like little like kind of like wobbly spider guys in uh in the the Totoro uh, movie. Uh, I think it just he likes. I think like there's just a lot of love for like cute things. I think in a lot of Miyazaki's work, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know just it, things like basically it's. I think the worlds are like often like pretty dangerous, but there's also like also like very very like cute. And there's a lot of like just good heartedness in it. So I guess. cute. So it's kind of like also I love a swarming character. Um, I loved the way they could like like. I loved when they brought her shoes back. Um, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I just that scene where they brought her shoe like so lovingly. Um, it was just crazy and great. Uh, yeah, they were awesome. I mean, I like across the board. The character design is unbelievable. Uh, every single one of them is amazing and in totally different ways. Like the baby that turns into a gerbil is just really cute and perfect. But like, uh, I think my favorite one is uh, the Spider-Man, the Boilerman, the previously described Stoker. Um, cause he's got, he's got six arms and he uses them so well, uh, to like, he, he does a great job of like reaching behind him, but also keeping his arms crossed, which I'd never thought of is like, if you're a six armed person, you could be like, you could scowl with your arms all the time. You could look stern and still have other stuff going on. Um, you've got, uh, uh, he's got a lot of time opportunities like while he's working, but then still drinking, boiling hot water directly. Uh, just a lot of good stuff going on with that guy. I really enjoyed his character design, mm-hmm. but but like literally every one of them, the fa- the old lady with the giant old lady head for no reason. The frog man was pretty good. Um, I didn't yeah. really like Page Boy haircut. I thought he was a little emo. But everybody else, just just a ter- I mean, just amazing character designs. Anthony, what was your major? Yeah, I mean, one? Oh, I was just yeah. uh, the kind of comp- piggyback off yours a little bit that like. Every Miyazaki film has, like, a handful of just, like, iconic things from it. Like, it's very rare for someone to have just such consistent... Uh, if I'm talking about, like, uh, you know, like the wolf outfit Prince Maranoki wears, or, like, no face in this movie. Oh, yeah. Or, like, uh, my, my neighbor told about it's just... His character design is so instantly iconic and effortlessly iconic. Uh, I really love that. Um, but I would say my major compliment is uh, one of the things that has always made a real impression of me with this movie is I saw this movie when it first came out, and it was one of the first movies I remember seeing that really made an impression of like little details in animation. Because in Western animation, especially I grew up loving Disney movies, old Disney movies, you see a lot of, like, rotoscoped actors, which is just sort of, like, canned movements that they animate over. And then animation kind of got a little bit simpler and simpler in the West as it went on. Like, even, like, the great Disney Renaissance stuff is is nowhere near, I think, as, like, well-animated as, like... Miyazaki films like little things like you said when they brought her shoes it's like yeah. a scene when she just pits them on and like really spends the time to make sure they're adjusted right yeah there's all these like little moments in all of his movies he's like little attentions to the way people move and they're like hand animated they and were, they're just so beautiful there are also a couple of like brief moments of computer animation in here just like when we watched um was it Emperor's New Group no we watched uh the other one um, Hercules. We watch Hercules, Hercules, and there's like that. The Hydra ha- is just is CG. There were like a couple moments of this where they did like an interesting 3D turn that I like that I noticed because I love animation and I was really like 
like I, it, it was notable to me, but it didn't like it wasn't b- bad. It was like, oh, that was a very good use of a burgeoning technology to just slightly enhance this without distracting from what you were doing. So just a, it just seems like a person with a lot of taste for what he for this particular genre. It's just very impressive. Yeah, and it goes into like you know, there's a lot of stories about sort of like Artur filmmakers and things like that, but like kind of the sense I've always got from Miyazaki is like you know he writes and storyboards and does most of the character creations himself like he, his films really are his vision it seems like a lot of other people work on them and not to take away from the team but like how many movies have like their director doing their storyboards and the character designs and all of these things that transfer over so you know? i'm just gonna guess then that he's a dick yeah, he definitely comes off. I mean, he's... <laughs> just he's, from my experience with get, people like that that we talk about, he's probably kind of... Just the guy's kind of a monster. Well, you should... you should. Uh, there's some really good interviews with him. He's not really a dick as much as he's a very uh, like grumpy old man mm. uh, who has a very specific way in which he talks... Uh, you, you should see there's a great interview, a great, like, video of him being shown a, like, CG, like, gen- like computer-generated, like, monsters some animators were working on. And it's just, like, this horrible creature that is, like, moves around, and they're showing it how cool he is. And he gets, they're, like, trying to, like, this is so impressive, we were able to generate this. And he gets very serious and just goes, like... That makes me very sad. <laughs> Do you think about the, what this creature feels, the pain it feels? Oh, man. And he just went off on them for creating a monster for, like, several minutes. It's a really great clip because you really get to see, like, these young animators have their spirits crushed by literally, like, their alt hero. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes into kind of a sensibility so that he's, like, a humanist, that he's, like, you're just creating things because you can create them. I'm asking, like... Why would you create this thing that is just going to be like ugly? Just you know, like it. I see where he's coming from. Yeah, but he also like he's a little you know grumpy. He, he, yeah, he talks shit about the anime industry a lot. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I, I just like. was just curious. So I just pulled up his uh, Wikipedia on his personal life, and it's short, but it does say his dedication to his work negatively impacted his relationship with his wife, um, and his kids. And uh, one of his kids said. Uh, that Miyazaki gets zero marks as a father, but full marks as a director of animated films. <laughs> that is a fair, for a son, that is surprisingly fair to be able to say like, look, he ruined me as a person, but uh, just a great director. Really knows how. <laughs> that's really Man, cool. how can you get zero marks for something? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. You got to be absent a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> made his choice. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, okay, he was a little bit of a monster, but mildly so. Uh, we got to take a break. We got to do a, a quick ad and then come back and discuss questions and comments from our listeners uh, in Lightning Bonus Round. So, we'll be right back. Can I, can I, can I, can I make an ad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you wonder what Spider Man was doing? After uh, after Marvel's uh, Infinity Wars, uh-huh. he was Always. inside of Borderman. Please get the new episode of Borderman. Borderman stuck inside of Spider-Man. Um, you really can't get through this whole know. thing without giggling, my friend. You need to uh, poker well, face. Well, you will be in stitches as well when you read uh, Spider-Man's Adventures Inside Borderman. Or <laughs> Borderman's Adventures Inside Spider-Man. I kind of forget how it was supposed to go to begin with, but. <laughs> 
rest assured, they are deep inside one another, being men and being spider and boilery. Uh, well, that is Did we get awesome. money yet? I don't know if that'll actually satisfy our headphone company, but um, <laughs> great effort. Also, buy those headphones. Did I do it now? <laughs> yeah, that was it. We did it. Sometimes you just gotta put those earbuds in your ear just like Spider-Man <laughs> crawls inside the boiler man. <laughs> uh, today's episode is actually brought to you by Studio. Studio is trying to revolutionize the way people see headphones as not just a tech device, but also as an accessory. Currently, headphone markets can only offer one of two things, style or technology. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound, and high-tech variations are bulky. At Studio, they wanted to bridge that gap while emphasizing their modern Scandinavian design. As we all know, Greenlandian design? No one wants to talk about that. We want Scandinavian design. Uh, They also provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost, all with free worldwide shipping. And listeners of the show can get 15% off any purchase of Studio's quality headphones by entering the code WEEP at checkout. So, for 15% off at studio.com. That's S-U-D-I-O dot com. And we thank uh, everybody at Studio for supporting the podcast. And also, while you're at it, check out Ezra's new comic book, Spider-Man Inside the Boiler Man. Alright, back to the show. Now it's time for lightning bonus round. We're going into lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. So lightning bonus round is our mini game segment uh, where we take questions and comments from our listeners, mostly stuff uh, inspired by the movie, but not necessarily. Um, uh, first up today at Baby Got Bakaloo on Twitter. Got Bakaloo. Alex, can I give you the stakes for this also? Stakes? If we do Yeah. So if we do a good enough job, Steven will no longer be a pig. Oh, Okay, but one condition. Uh, so, uh, at Baby Got Bakala on Twitter says, If you were a god in a bathhouse for gods, what herbs and spices would you want added to the bathwater? Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. I, the uh, first thing that occurs to me, specifically spice. because you said herbs and spices, and we were just talking about yeah. famous stoker, <laughs> that obviously I would like all 15 KFC herbs and spices. 19? 19, however many it is. You know, it's impossible. I just to want just the skin. Just the skin. <laughs> throw it in the water. Neither that's how I want. spice. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, also, uh, that sounds like a bad bath, herbs and spices. Um, I would like all spice and then also all the spices. 11? So it's double all. It's 11. You said 19. Oh. That's way too many. All right. Here, uh, here's what we're going to do, Ezra. I'm going to send you uh, $1 for every one of the 11 spices you can you can get. You get 11 guesses. Really? Yeah. Okay, oregano. One. <laughs> you really going to send me a dollar? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to buy me a lot of oregano. No Googling. Um, okay, no, no, that's fine. Um, pepper? Black pepper. Is there white it pepper is. also? There is, there is also white pepper. Three, you're correct. <clears throat> I remember this one. Wow. Uh, ah, that's impressive. At, yeah. I thought that was a dollar the, I was going to get to keep for sure. <laughs> is the 11 herbs and spices like available online is that not in like the coca-cola vault somewhere I mean, like like that recipe a- is also out there yeah for sure uh paprika 
paprika. Ooh, yeah, pickle. four for four. Mm. The salt count? I'm pretty sure there's salt in it. Five. Mm. You're doing very well. You're going to get yeah, lunch tomorrow. I, like I, I, I mean... Yeah, uh, now it's a steak. Uh, now it's like now it's real steaks because like I'm like I'm like I'm the basic sandwich or at avocado level. That's like that's the <laughs> your next one is avocado gets you to add avocado. Yeah. Um, is there anything that I'm sure is in there? Time. Yep. Time six avocado for you. Um, yes. There's at least just two that I'm confident you're not going to get, but <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to count that against you. Uh, they used to use cocaine, but not anymore. Okay, that's fair. Uh, basil? Basil, seven. Wow. God damn. You're doing very well. Rosemary? What? Rosemary? No rosemary. Oh, so, okay. seven correct, so, uh, one I'm, miss. I'm, I'm, okay with, yeah, I'm okay with one strike knocking me out. So, what are the others? No, no, no. You have to, you have to see. You got 11 guesses. Oh, that Jesus. was eight. You got to get three more things. Um, onion powder? Negative. Two strikes. Oof. What's the last thing that I want to put in there? Cayenne? Uh, just double checking. No cayenne. Three strikes. Right, one so more what guess. What are the other ones? That was only ten. Come on, I'm counting. One more. Oh man, cocaine was one of them. Okay, fine. Right. Um, uh, you you got eight dollars though. You you won eight dollars for that. Um, they're pretty good about this. You yeah. were missing celery salt, dried oh, no. mustard, mm. garlic salt. Okay. And ginger. Oh, interesting. But you've won eight dollars. Yeah, Congratulations, Ezra. That was really good. I feel pretty good about that showing. Yeah. Yeah, that's very impressive. I definitely looked this up at one point because I don't think I would have gotten the black pepper, white pepper otherwise. Uh yeah. Oh really? Okay, never, that's that's pretty clever. Yeah. Um, all right, Anthony. Uh, let me see. did you go- have you are you googling anything, Anthony, right now? Am I go- like just in general? Am I googling? Well, no, anything I just right want to know. Or binging? Okay. Are you binging? <laughs> no, I mean I love my bing points. You know that. <laughs> I just, all right. Well, under this call, I cashed in. I definitely have five dollars to spend on Amazon and waste. Anthony, there are nine ingredients in the original Coca Cola formula. I will send you nine up to nine dollars. You get nine guesses. What are the ingredients? Cocaine. Uh, myth. Oh, actually, no. That actually uh, fluid extract of coca leaves. So I will give you that one. That's that. Yeah, that's up. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. You got it. One. That's the only thing that matters. I'm gonna guess sugar. Yeah, two. Water. Three. Um, Coke flavoring. I can't. I, I mean, I'm a little suspicious that you said that, but I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, it definitely includes all, merchandise 7X, yeah. which is also known as Coca-Cola flavoring. Yeah, wow. uh, I imagine uh, everything going in there is Coke flavoring, right? Right. That's why I'm, yeah. I feel like that's weird too. Um, although I do have the list. <laughs> the next person, if we had a third guest, they would get to guess what's in Coke flavoring. Um, four for I'm four. I'm going to take one last guess. You get. You got to say nine say, things. Well, okay, a little bit of love, <laughs> Santa Claus, polar bears, and multi-ethnic commercial singing Americana jingoistic phrases. I mean, you gave up. You could what else? you could have gotten a whole lunch and said you only win four dollars. No, uh, you're missing caffeine, citric acid, hey, 
vanilla extract, lime juice. Look, if you think any of those things are more important to Coke's success love, than jingoistic no, you're right about that propaganda, for sure. You yeah. Oh, and then wrong. the ninth one was uh, was caramel, sufficient to give color. Uh, and then also, just as a bonus for those listening at home who wanted to win up to seven dollars, here's what is in Coke flavoring: alcohol, orange, cinnamon, lemon, coriander, nutmeg, neroli. And if you're wondering what's in neroli. <laughs> <laughs> it's an infinite regression yeah it is no it's apparently that's just a bitter orange anyway those are the original recipes that was a fun uh game do you guys think well, what, do you, what do you want in your water no that's enough we got to move on martin writes in just a comment here but a travel tip if you find yourself in taipei taiwan with time to kill uh joy fen the town in which the spirit world's look was supposedly based is a very nice day trip even though it is a little bit touristy, uh, the surrounding landscape is absolutely worth the bumpy bus ride, and it does look more than a little bit like the movie. I definitely will never... Like, even if I was in Taipei, I would not go there. I feel like that is, like, the one lesson from the movie, <laughs> It's right? too spooky. We'll just bring a kid along. She'll tell you if it's a good idea or not. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I, oh, sometimes you're the kid, man. I, say, no, guys, I like the phrase, it. if you find yourself in Taipei, because I picture a real, like, uh, um... Uh, like a like amnesia situation like why am i there why did i find myself in time like did i fly then that'd be a normal way to get there yeah no actually i did find myself in taipei but i was in the airport and i got soup and then i left (laughs) uh so it was really pretty brief uh sure uh i just i mean i would love to go to a place and walk around and be like so you guys here this place is modeled uh Modeled in spirited away. <laughs> Interesting bit of trivia for you. Thank you. I'll be here for a week. Uh, am I staying at your hotel? Yes, I am. Also, my name is Born. <laughs> Can you tell me what I'm doing here? Um, so, Dennis. I have these skills. Thanks, Martin. Dennis on Facebook uh, writes in. Uh, Ooh, and wait, is this one of the Dennis's we don't like one, anymore? <laughs> oh, Dennis. I've heard bad things about you. Um, are, are, maybe you're the last good Dennis. <laughs> Get the last good Dennis, man, that's Dennis a great, days. that would be a great thing for like him to wear on a t-shirt. The last good the Dennis. Last good. Um, anyway, he just asks, where is Totoro? If someone would enjoy a magic bathhouse slash brothel, it would be him, wouldn't it? Mm. I don't get that reference at all. I feel like all. he's, ar- well, I would, I, I would argue that he's probably already pretty clean. Oh, okay. He's, I don't know what that means either. I mean, like, I don't know, just I imagine he's like getting like kind of windblown. I feel like that, like the, the wind kind of like blows off most of the, you know, the dirt. It's cool. That's my, my reason. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one more question. Alex, watch more movies and then and then see if you get it. Alex, <laughs> Alex on Facebook says uh, the scenes where Chichiro's uh, parents are and No Face devour food make me so hungry. Um, and then, which is a great comment, thanks Alex. But then Sean turned it into a question: What food would it take for you to ignore your own daughter and ter- like, the fact that you're turning into a pig? Mm. What could you devour? To the extent that you're like, I guess I did have a family, but it it's fine. I mean, um, I've done that with just like boxing a Domino's pizza by myself. <laughs> like I've I have been like three quarters of the way through a pizza and just like forgot about everything. Uh, like just woke up later. I was like, oh, I wouldn't even have the, I uh, just, So I'm already. I want to dwell on the fact that you referred to boxing a pizza as finishing a pizza. Oh yeah, you man. just turn it That's into an empty idea. box. I guess is what you're saying. Yeah. That's a great phrase. Mm. I have never boxed a pizza solo, but that does seem like it'd be. 
Oh, uh, you haven't. I haven't. I was gonna say lived, but it's more of like died a little. I haven't accelerated so my death the same way. Yeah, melt death. Um, I feel like chips and salsa. I get if I get a decent chip and salsa, like a fresh fried chip, and the salsa's good, and it's a little too spicy for me. So I know that if I stop eating it, that's when it'll all hit me at once. So I don't oh, stop. That's a good one. So I like I I've had a I've done a I've bowled a chips and salsa. <laughs> and uh that is what where i've like forgot that i had a family for sure uh oh it's definitely for me i don't think it's gonna be food i think it's gonna be a beverage i think it's gonna be like the first coffee of the day oh yeah um, and that's like literally the moment where you're trying to like like because the reason you need it is because you have a family and you're trying to forget <laughs> like actually in that moment <laughs> but you just cup that coffee and then you're like well oh, i yeah. just blacked out didn't know where i was <laughs> then, you, then you're in Taipei, and then you go to the, the then you see Anthony as your guide. And uh, and then lastly, not a question, but at Jen Ellens on Twitter said, "I'll be glad when anime is over. Just too much anime. I hope next month mixes it up." And I just wanted to throw that in here. I know some people have been very excited about it, but it is it is divisive, including in my head. I'm really mixed. This changed for me like the amount of fun I was having because this I like had pure fun. Cowboy Bebop I thought was pretty all right. And uh, Princess Jellyfish was hard for me. So, it's a lot of anime. And, like, we have watched pretty good... And I want you to be grateful for how <laughs> bad this could have been. <laughs> like, th- there is some stuff... I just want to make you, just one of these episodes, just cram in one episode each of, like, the worst animes I can find. Nope. Um, I can't do it. Because it can get so much worse than this. Like, this is all award-winning great content i mean i feel like that's good if you were to say like i've never tried sushi and i was like well have i got a 7-eleven deli counter for you like you want to give me the best options you don't want to start me off with the garbage i feel like this is a good effort people made yeah i think that like there's one thing that anime fans uh is good at is like knowing they need to put their best foot forward uh in terms of like making uh Every anime fan has that one show that they're like, oh, if you thought you loved that, you have to watch this. And then that person never spoke to them again, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so you got to be good You do have to be good. I feel like the, our listeners have been largely good to us. I'm not sure about next week's, but uh, we shall see. Um, and I guess I was trying to figure out where I was going to wanted to put these in the show. And I think I want to throw them into, into lightning bonus round instead of in the outro during the music. But um, I just want to... Uh, to th- say three quick shout outs um two of our uh two of my favorite guests on the show uh have new podcasts that i think we should tell you guys about Ooh. so um first up our, one of my new favorite guests uh phoebe bottoms who's been on the show uh, a few times in the last last few months uh who is just a delightful person and, and a trained muppeteer and a bunch of other great stuff anyway she has a new podcast called meatball party where her and a couple other com- <laughs> uh, comedians talk about food and in their debut episode, uh, they talked a lot about uh, foods that you wouldn't need teeth for. So, mm. And I do assume, it being called Meatball Party, that there will be eventually uh, a meatball episode. But the first episode's about ice cream. That's available on iTunes and everywhere else. And then our forever favorite guest, uh, top four favorite guests, um, Sarah Hathaway, has a new podcast. Ooh. Uh, it's called KFAB. And it is about the intersection of fashion and professional wrestling. Okay. K-Fab. Uh, I haven't gotten to listen to this yet because uh, 
I'm not big on either of those things, but I adore Sarah's work. So you should definitely check that out. Uh, KFAB, K-A-Y-F-A-B podcast about wrestling and fashion. So both of those are available as of like the same week. So they've been... I, I would love it if our guests spawned a lot of other better podcasts. That would feel like we've done something worthwhile here. Um, wait, wait. It's, I think all of our guests are saying like, huh, I didn't think I could do a podcast. Right. But Turns out. A better one than that one. <laughs> if those jokers can do a podcast forever. Yeah, just you just find the funniest people who don't have anything else going on. Um, and then also, I guess this is kind of a shout out, but Ezra, did you get your copy of Shaz Mummy? No. You didn't? Did you send one to me? No, it was coming directly from the publisher. Really? Yeah, I just got mine. Shit. Oh, no. well, keep keep looking out for the mail, because uh, uh, I finally got the uh, the paperback cover of our the Polish translation of our not of our novel. So if you don't remember, Ezra and I wrote a novel last year called Unwrap My Heart. It's a romance novel about mummies. Um, Publishers Weekly called it unfortunate, and um, yeah, the only foreign rights we have sold so far, the only translation rights we have sold, are the Polish translation rights. And uh, to be fair, the only people who asked also to translate it as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have kind of like one. We have had a hundred percent success in negotiations. So if you would like to uh, do a really fabulous job, possibly even better than we did, of publishing a novel in another yeah. language. I mean, if you want to take our words and turn them into better words, that makes sense to well, you. Well, I mean, I you know, I I don't know if they're better. They they certainly have more like stuff attached to the letters. A lot of their letters have hats or tails. Um, these are better. These are better letters. These seem to be better words. They don't use quotation um, marks. They just have like m dashes at the beginning of a quoted line. Um, it's great. It's cleaner. But also, you know what? Maybe none of these are our words. Maybe it's just a better novel. Although judging by the reviews, it seems like it might be ours. Um, uh, and also, also my copy came to wrapped in gauze. Anyway, oh, that's, uh, that's good touches. It's such a great touch. It's really delightful. So if you speak Polish and want a novel aimed at children uh, or aimed at like former young adults and uh, about 10 years too late, there was one good review. Or, yeah. Or if you or if you speak any language and just want to be under the it's time for mummies, uh, I guess, like brand and yes. really write about whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, totally. Or if you're if you're a buyer and you don't speak Polish but you're just a completist, here's the other edition you can buy of this book. So anyway, uh, and I really thank, uh, I'm really really thankful to, you know, uh, Dwi Stroni Kulturi, Suzuitu, and Patronat. I have no idea what these words mean, but uh, this company that uh, put this out and did a really really terrific job. Um, so we, uh, we probably should thank our translator, right? As well. Yes, certainly we should. Oh, yeah, uh, what? Joanna? Yeah, Joanna. Joanna, uh, the translator, uh, who I can't tell you how good of a job she did or not. Um, but oh, she definitely finished the job, which is more than she I was finished. She contacted <laughs> so good. Actually, one of my favorite things is, is that uh, a lot of the names and the thank yous are translated. So Tanya <gasps> is spelled Tanyi, T-A-N-Y-I. Oh, Tanya. Yeah, Tanya and uh, Krista Smitha. <laughs> um, you'll be uh, interested to know that uh, uh, Caleb is Kaleba. Kaleba Foxa. Oh. I don't know. It feels like they're just adding a lot of extra A's. Like she was getting paid by the letter. Krista Smitha and Kaleba Foxa and Tanya Smith. It feels like 
I wonder if they're like doing like sort of like the like kind of slightly racist like Italian like accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could very well be. Uh, also, my favorite actually translation was Bill Cernansky, friend of the show, and uh, who helped us copy edit. Uh, his name was translated as Billa Cernanskiago. Anyway, so wow. so much fun stuff. I thought you had your copy. I was so excited. Well, anyway, keep your eye out for the mail because I know part of our contract was that you get a copy in the mail. Um, as well as uh, we, we were required to get uh, part of our payment to be one Zoltoy that we wanted to get in coin form. So I have a Zoltoy. I, I it was a Zlati. Zlati? Whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Their L has a slash through it. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so the Zlati. Uh, and I have no way of looking up what this is worth, so I'm going to assume infinity million dollars. <laughs> there is a lot of ways a lot of ways to look it up. I think it's about 30 cents. <laughs> Bingle it. Anyway, uh, so that's all the lightning bonus round. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, other things we need to discuss, go to reddeshweek.com slash next. And now it's time for a really quick a minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order, which means, Anthony, you're up first. What is your last nice thing that you're going to say? About Spirited Away, Stallion of the Cimarron. Uh, I love the music in this movie. Mm. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, something specific about the music that I should... It's just very nice and pleasant and will find its way into my rotation mm. this week. Do you, listen, uh, you, you do seem I, like the kind of person that listens to a lot of movie music as music. Uh, I do occasionally, especially when like writing. I just like to have it on background stuff without lyrics. Uh, um, yeah, it's very I, nice. Yeah, I heard that as a writing hack once, where it's like basically you um you you look up basically for a scene that you're trying to write, like you you kind of figure out what the tone of the scene is, and then you pick a movie that has that tone. You listen to that uh, soundtrack. That's very clever. Also, writing hack sounds so great, whereas hack writing is terrible. Hmm. Well. In my version, I guess the the writing hack man is inside of the hack writing man. <laughs> next to Spider Man. <laughs> next to Spider Man. I uh, it's a it's a introduction of uh, of heroes. My man, my minor compliment uh, is uh, whew, I mean, it's one that I prepared and have been looking forward to delivering. <laughs> um, i just you keep on talking because I'm looking mine up. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I like I really did like so much of it that I did not write down compliments. Usually a compliment for me is like I'm watching a terrible thing and I was like, I guess I like that okay. But in this, I was just so constantly delighted it was hard to think of things that I specifically enjoyed. Um, I, uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I liked, uh, I liked all of the characters so much. I liked the, uh, oh, I really liked the hamster that, the baby that turned into a hamster that had a little mosquito on its back and the mosquito was like flying the hamster around and then they and then it got too heavy and so the hamster's walking and then the hamster gets tired and she offers to carry him and he's like above that he's like nah i got this even though like a minute ago a mosquito was flying you around mm-hmm. anyway but just the the little hamster and his like i want to walk i thought that was really cute um yeah yeah it's, it's a good I, enjoy, I, I liked the water train it was just so weird yeah yeah Anyway, this is just a bunch yeah. of mini compliments. I liked all of those things. As did you find yours? What's your minor compliment? I mean, there's uh, we didn't talk about the three heads. Yet. Oh yeah, the yeah, three heads. The oh, so the so. the the witch lady has three stone heads that like bounce around on her floor, but have a surprising I, I amount don't of personality. Know what they're made out of exactly. Yeah, but, uh, they were kind of greenish. They're they're pretty bouncy, and they just kind of like. They just liked eating things and and had weird, you know, strong features. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and they were those three heads get turned into a baby. 
Uh, to make up for the baby that could turn into a gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like that's like. Oh, the radish I spirit? Like I love the radish spirit, too. Oh, yeah, the radish spirit. Yeah, sorry. Go, yeah, sorry, back to you. Just, uh, no, I just. I think that's that's the thing that, like, they do. That the Miyazaki stuff does so well. It's just like, these are a lot of, like, like these things are really their own thing. You know? It feels like these yeah, are just yeah. characters, man. Yeah. Uh, and I just. It's cool to make a lot of stuff. Um, and I like to not have sequels. I don't know. It's just, it's just, dude, it, there's just a lot of, I don't know how they make, I don't know how he made just like so many, just like, I guess really motion and I guess design, you know, like basically like they're like the characters are very much like defined, I guess, by how they move and how they look. And I think that's, that's a really cool thing to sort of pull off and not have it be like based around, I guess, uh, dialogue or like voicing as much. It's um, it's just it's really impressive. It's amazing to have so many unique characters in a thing that's not a franchise. That's such a good point that this is not, Mm-mm. um, this is not turned into a hundred movies where we just visit like, uh, spirited away again. We're like, oops, still <laughs> spiriting. Spirited away yeah. to uh, Frogman in the city. Or I would, oh, I would be <sighs> interested. What Frogman? Spirited away to pig parents in a city. That's what I wanted. I, I honestly still would rather see Frogman in the city. I don't care much about what big parents do. I'm curious about Frogman in the city. I would love to see Radish Spirit in the city because that guy is hard to, to miss. Radish Spirit, I want to see Radish Spirit on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to see like the chipwrecked version. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Radish Spirit on a boat chipwrecked. Spirit Away 3 chipwrecked. for our show we did it we did it thank you so much for listening we'll be back again next week next week we have a very special episode we're gonna take a brief detour away from anime and then we'll be back to finish it up because it was five weeks anyway and we have something we have to do uh next week is or this coming week as you all know is the royal wedding and we covered the first royal wedding not the first but we covered one about 300 episodes ago and so we wouldn't want to miss royal wedding 2 the squeakquel so we'll be watching that um with Original panelists Chris and Tanya are going to be joining us. Uh, plus, Anthony will be here and uh, another guest. Uh, it's, I I don't know. I'm excited to do it. We're going to make scones and tea and just have the dumbest time. So uh, please join us next week while we talk about the royal wedding. And then we'll be back to anime right after that. Also, thank you to Studio Headphones for sponsoring this episode. And all of our Meat Buddies who voted on topics. You can become a Meat Buddy at read-weep.com slash Meat Buddies. And any donation amount gets you full rights and privileges. You get to vote on stuff. It's pretty great. Uh, thanks for being here at Anthony Lopez Part 2. Thank you so much, man. And at, at Ezra Fox. Uh, thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, no problem. I was realizing, can you, like, just can we not do Twitter for me anymore? Can we just do anything else? Yeah, we can do whatever you want. I usually don't mention your Twitter. It just came out just now. But I've mostly stopped saying it. Cause I, or I say it and then okay. say you're not on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Can we do, like, like um... At a couch. Um, yeah, you can find Ezra at a couch, but not on Twitter. Not on a couch, though. I bet a couch on Twitter is already taken, so they're gonna think you're that person. God damn, you can't win. (laughs) Can't win. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you can follow Ezra. The only way to win is not to play, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Um, Oh, oh, turns out uh, at a couch is um, 
absolutely a uh, Viagra bot. It just posts, uh, all meds, Canadian quality, stop impotence, make the right choice, follow this link. Wrong. That's me posing as a Viagra Also, stay-at-home moms can make up to $5,000 a month working online. And uh, also, they made $500 today so far. Just a few hours. Being a spam bot. Um, anyway, so you can follow at a couch if you want more information about how to get cheap Canadian drugs. Or you can follow Ezra in the real world. It's creepy, but it's possible. And he's funny in real life, so he'll probably say something eventually. Just stay back like 10 yards. <laughs> All right, we'll join everybody next week. Uh, we, we will talk to everybody next week for the devil. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.